This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Welcome to the Wacky Walleye Cutting Edge Outdoors Show. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. Well, good morning, everybody. I hope you're looking forward to another great weekend here in Wisconsin. And Dan and I have got a little news for you all, and that that this is the last episode of the Wacky Walleye's Cutting Edge Outdoors. And as usual, you can get in touch with us by calling 414-799-1250 or emailing us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Well, good morning, Danny. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Sam. Well, this is this is the last show, Dan. What do you think? This is this is weird. It's kind of different. Well, I don't know. I think uh, you know all good things must come to to an end, and uh, we've been doing it for I, I can't even figure it out. Sixteen years, seventeen years, and uh, hard to believe I've been getting up that many Saturdays in the morning. But uh, you know, for a number of reasons, uh, it's run its course, and it's. Uh, Time to move on, but uh, it's been a great, great time. In fact, a lot of times people ask me, Tom, how exactly, you know, did the Cutting Edge Outdoors get started? And uh, just real quickly, years ago, our good friend John Lehman, who uh, was one of the greatest guys I ever knew, he and I had been talking, along with a guy named Brian Dove, about uh, doing some uh, a t-shirt venture. We were going to make... <laughs> Brian was an artist, and we were going to make T-shirts, and so we sat around uh, Monkey Island over there at Smokey's Musky Shop, and after about two cases of beer, we tried to start figuring out, well, what are we going to call, what are we going to call our design, or Brian's designs, or whatever, uh, and I said, cutting edge, 
And that was it. We go, it's the cutting edge. Well, that never ever, ever happened. But I came back from uh, Canada about a month later and walked into the muskie shop. And John said, hey, you got any experience doing radio? Would you be interested in doing a radio show? And myself, without much thought, as I grabbed a beer out of his cooler, I said, sure. Yeah, and that was not? the start. <laughs> and that was that was the start. And then it was me and John and Brian Dove. I'll never forget the first time we came traipsing in the studio. I don't know what poor Sparky and uh, Rami, what they thought of us, you know, coming on in there. Who are these sodbusters? Because, you know, we weren't exactly guys walking in with three-piece suits. But, uh, you know, we we got to start. And, so, you know, some, some of the funniest shows were there was one time when Brian was gone and I was gone. And this was early in the first year, I believe. So John was all nervous. He was by himself. So he, he invited about, I don't know, how many people into the studio, but they all came in there and none of them talked. Nobody said anything. And I'm sitting at home just kind of lounging in bed, getting ready to uh, head to a sports show I had to speak at in uh, near Rockford. And I hear John and he's, he's, he's stumbling, he's bumbling, he's staggering, he's going, ah, ah, oh, geez, this is great radio. Oh, nobody's talking. And he's, and I'm thinking, do I call in and help him out? And then I thought, nope, I don't want anything, any part of this shipwreck. So (laughs) I left him high and dry. But since that time, um, Brian, um, uh, it was just me and John for a while after Brian left. And then I got to thank Tom Neubauer for coming on board because one day, uh, John Lehman said, what do you think about asking Tom Neubauer? And I said, sure. And Tom was the perfect voice of reason to go with our craziness. So he was the adult in the room that got on board. And it's been uh, been me, John, and uh, Tom. And then our good friend John passed away of, of cancer years, a couple, I don't know, three years ago almost, I think. It was right around Christmas. But he hung in there. He was uh, every day. He would, he would come in on Saturdays. He lived for the show, no matter how sick he was. He always got up and I walked him to the car. I had to make sure he didn't fall down in the parking lot. And, uh, I'd take him to the show and back. And then since that time, we we had had a talk that we would uh, continue with the show, uh, at once John was gone and, uh, we've been able to, uh, continue and I feel it's been uh, his legacy. This was John Lehman's thing and I'll forever be grateful for him for, uh, you know, getting us involved in it, Tom. Yeah, I agree. As a matter of fact, uh, I was I was doing a radio show for like 16 years in Milwaukee on WISN and they let me go, well, which I could understand because instead of the, the station paying me, somebody else was paying the station. So, yeah, I was a little disappointed, but you know what? Once I came onto the Cutting Edge Outdoors show with you and John, I realized that my show that I, when I did it by myself wasn't very good. Uh, it's 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 hard to rely on just yourself at times, you know, just to talk. And when I got on this show, I I realized it's so much easier when you're when you're conversing with other people on the show. It, it was so much better. And I remember one of the first, one of the early calls I got when I was at WISN, a guy called and said, you know, Tom, he says, uh, I like your show, but there's one problem. I said, what's that? And he says, you talk too much. And I started laughing because I figured, hey, it's a talk show. If I'm not talking, it's dead air, you know. But no, I, I uh, when John called me, I said, oh, yeah, definitely I'd like to come on, you know, because I enjoy doing radio. But, you know, Danny, you're right. 
getting up Saturday mornings early, you know, to do the show after so many years, it's like there's so many times that you know, I know you've wanted to, let, let's say, leave to go hunting or fishing. I wanted to go fishing, you know, and that. But, you know, we were kind of like tied down a little bit, you know, doing the show. Even though we both enjoyed doing the show, we were kind of knew we had to be here. But it's been a great ride, like you said. All good things must come to an end, and it has been a terrific ride. I've enjoyed it, you know, so, you know, well, all we can do is look back and think of fond memories and all the people that have called us and written to us, you know, it's, 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 inter- it's, it was bit, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. And, of course, we can't forget Sam. Sam has been probably one of our longest producers. We've had a lot of producers over the years, but, Sam, we've got to thank you doing what you do all the time well i thank you guys because i mean this all started basically as you know kind of the shift that people get introduced into the business that, that, here that nobody that nobody wanted sam right <laughs> but then I've, I've grown to realize like i've overstayed my tenure especially on this show but i've really grown to appreciate listening to you guys waking up every morning and working with you and you know i've actually learned a lot but at the same time it's stuff that i never thought i'd learn but i'm also you know very intrigued and still so i think that's uh props to you guys well, hey, you might uh, go, who knows? You might go fishing one of these days, <laughs> right? <laughs> Perhaps, and and not only Sam, but and I, I before we start talking about names, because you know you always forget any and you know somebody in there. But I remember Sparky and Rami. Uh, Rami was our first producer way back in the day, yeah. and uh, he'd he'd be there in the morning. He had to deal with our nonsense to start with, and uh, and, and of course Sparky was there. Uh, Mike McGivern's been a great help at the station. And then there were a number of other, you know, ones, uh, Ryan uh, Horvath, is that his last name? We had Ryan yep. for a while. Uh, uh, Billy, who, you know, used to Billy be there. Schmidt, yeah. Uh, yeah, Baby Tausch, uh, you know. And, and then also, I think the other great thing is uh, I was able to introduce myself to a great station because I started listening to the station throughout the week, as did a lot of our listeners, I believe, that listened to the outdoor show. They got turned on to the best show in the state, the big show, which is fantastic show. And so it's been great to uh, it's been a privilege to meet all the people there at the radio station and uh, be introduced to some great programming as well. Yeah, and also we've had uh, we've had a, a lot of great advertisers, you know. Uh, some that have advertised for years, some were on for only a year or two, but, you know, we have had a lot of great advertisers. We've built up relationships with longtime advertisers, you know, which which is very nice. You know, even though some of them, let's say, have taken their advertising money into different venues, we still know them and talk to them, you know, um, well, for, which is for, nice. Uh... Yeah, and, and many of our advertisers, you know, they're, they're great people. A lot of, you know, local, they own local businesses, and, uh, and they're down-to-earth people, and, and they, were great, they were great sponsors. Uh, it, we got a, a Midwestern Shooter Supply, uh, Randy up there, and uh, Lomira was a great uh, sponsor for many, many years. And uh, uh, then we had Wacky Walleyes with Dale Strosheim uh, most recently. Uh, but then again, you know, we've had other advertisers, you know, that have been with us, you know, sponsors of the Hornschwaggle. Um, you know, it, it, we've, uh, you know, from Carl's Country Market to the Waterfront 
sponsoring football picking contests. And again, there's so many of our advertisers that I, I don't want to start getting into all of them because you always, yeah. you know, there's so many you're going to forget. But you're we did forget some. Yeah, you did really appreciate all of those. And as far as our listeners, Tom, I've made a lot of great friendships over the years through people who were listeners who I've gotten to know over the years, wherever you see them out and about, whether it's at a ice fishery somewhere and they come up and introduce themselves or uh, some in the neighborhood out here. But it's 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 been a great ride. I've really, uh, really been blessed. Yeah. Well, you know, we got two hours of a show to do today, Danny, and um, I got to bring up something. What did you think about that wind a few days ago? It was well, howling. All I got to say is I'm glad I wasn't out in a boat on a lake at that time. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how rough that lake was? Ooh. Now, the I, lake I, huh? the lake by me, uh, it had ice, but it doesn't have ice anymore. Got blown off, huh? Everything's gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had some shingles blown off my roof. I had a roofer out here yesterday putting the shingles back on. And my gate, I got a, I got a fence in the backyard, a six-foot-high wood fence. And the gate on the fence got ripped off its hinges. <laughs> so, so I'm not going to fix it right now. I'm going to wait till spring uh, to fix the, the gate on the fence. So it'll, well, just be, it'll be easier to blow the snow uh out out of from around it but yeah i'm guessing tom you're not going to be on top of a ladder trying to fix shingles on top of a roof no i used to do that stuff i used to go up on the roof a lot but my knees and legs just won't handle that anymore you you were a lot more nimble back then you know you don't want to be like max mcgee think he broke his neck doing something like that wasn't he cleaning out his eaves uh leaves out of it fell off the roof yeah fell off the roof yeah I never had an experience like that. I mean, I was up there many a times, you know, fixing the chimney and different things, you know, but uh, not anymore, you know, not anymore. Let let those younger guys go up on the roof and do stuff, so. Well, you're a wealthy guy, Tom. You can yeah. afford to uh, you know, pay people <laughs> hey, to do that. Hey, I found the best deal. <laughs> well, but, yeah, yeah. it was, it was uh, just blow and hard, you know. I mean, and uh, the rain, I, I never really heard the rain. My wife said she did, but I never heard that, but. Uh, and I know some areas, uh, as a matter of fact, there were a couple of tornadoes in the state uh, with that wind uh, northwest of us. So, yeah, it was a, quite a storm that blew through. But uh, you know what? Every now and then, it's going to happen here in Wisconsin, you know. That's, that's the way weather is. It's always changing, you know, from nice to not so nice. So anyway, Danny, uh, we got a first commercial coming up. Just want to remind everybody. The phone numbers are 414-799-1250, and uh, the email is ceoguys at yahoo.com. Danny Bush and myself, Tom Neubauer, will be right back in just a few minutes here on the Wacky Walleye's Cutting Edge Outdoors Final Countdown. Final edition, the final ride on the seventeen-year something like that, seventeen-year-long crazy train ride 
And uh, once again, we want to thank our listeners that are tuning in right now and or listening later today and the ones who have listened throughout the many years that we've been on. Uh, we always make it a point to thank law enforcement. We back the badge, first responders, healthcare workers, military, all the people out there keeping our country safe and great. And uh, yeah. I was going to say that last song that was just being played, is that the song that they made a joke out about more cowbells? Yes, I think is that, that the one. I, no, well, that was a different song. Oh, it's a different one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. when I heard those cowbells in the beginning, I thought of that right away. We need more cowbells. <laughs> you, you were always pretty big on cowbells, Tom. I never even knew what they were, but uh, then I did. Then I did see that. <laughs> I did see that. It was that was Saturday Night Live, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it was um, like "Don't Fear the Reaper." You know that. You know that song. Oh yeah, that was okay. Don't All fear right. the reaper had cowbells. I guess. Uh, by um, you can always add cowbell. Who did that song? Uh, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. There you go. Don't fear the reaper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, um, uh, at seven o'clock, we are going to have a special guest. I think he'll hopefully, if he wakes up, calling in at uh, uh, seven o'clock. He'll be Scott. I think of the Wisconsin Muskie Club. Going to talk about some very special event that's. uh, has something to do with the Waukesha tragedy, so we look forward to hearing from him. Uh, we got uh, I got uh, Ron Johnson with me today, and uh, he'll uh, be talking a little bit as well. Uh, we realized that uh, in my deluxe studio here, we forgot the technical thing called a splitter, which means that he <laughs> he doesn't have a headphone to be able to hear us right now, other than hearing me talk. But uh, we can, uh, yeah, we, we can uh, maybe hear what he's got going on as far as any upcoming uh, tournament season for him. And, uh, yeah, and anybody else have a hunting or fishing report, uh, feel free to, uh, feel free to uh, give us a call. We got an email here, Danny. Okay, they're coming from... in hot. Huh? I said they're coming in hot. Oh, yeah. We got one. Yeah, this is from Tim in Brookfield. <laughs> he says to Tom, Dan, and Sam, he says, I found the show by accident about five years ago and have set my alarm at 545 every Saturday since then so I don't miss a broadcast. The CEO guys have been my weekly Saturday morning radio fishing buddies. I will miss you. Thank you. God bless and stay free. Well, thank you, Tim. That's very nice. And uh, we're sorry that we had to wake you up so early on Saturday mornings, but, but thank you. We appreciate that. So. Yeah, so so Tom, uh, despite the you know the dust bowl windstorms we've had this week, have you managed or has your son managed to get out and do any uh, do any uh, fishing or hunting? No, nothing. No. Huh? He uh, he. There was the one spot that he fi- ice fishes, this uh, secret little shallow bay that he goes to. He said he went out there. It was last week one day. Or it was about a, yeah about a week week and a half ago. And there was a guy out there standing on, he said, what could have been no more than two inches of ice. And he had two tip-ups out, and he was just standing there watching them. And my son Nick was not going to take a hike out there. I told him, well, you're a big guy, you know. I mean, you know, he's like 6'5", 6'6", about 230, something like that, 240, I don't know. Big guy, right? I said, you need a little bit more ice than just an inch or two. And... uh so, but now, of course, then after we got a little bit of a warm spell last week, it all went away. So he's he's waiting. He can't wait. You know, he's looking forward to it. 
So your son is how tall, you said? About six, five, He's six, six? Five and a half or six, six, something like that. Well, how yeah. how tall are you? Well, let's see now. I used to be five, ten and a half. Now I'm five, nine and a half. How tall is your mailman, or was your mailman? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a big one. He he played basketball in high school and grade school, high school and college, you know. And um, yeah, he's he's a big guy. Yeah. So. Was your wife tall? No, but her side of the family was. Okay. So gotcha. I think that's where he gets it from. So. So Tom, I'm very excited to tell you my uh, uh, my bucket list trip now that I'm retiring uh, has been to do a brown bear hunt. Oh, yeah. And uh, I spent an hour on the phone talking with a gentleman last night uh, about an Alaskan brown bear hunt. Uh, and it's in, it's in a region, Tom, where they have opened it up to baiting brown bear as well as black bear. Okay. And uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, there is a possibility that I might be doing that this spring or the next year. I'm really tempted but, you know, in talking to him, Tom, it's fascinating. He sounded like a really good guy, down to earth. He's been guiding for a number of years. And some of the things he told me were, like, unbelievable. Uh, he said that a lot of the people that call him to about a trip don't even own a rifle. Really? And then a lot, some of them will come on up. And there will be a day or two where they'll go, I don't feel like hunting today. Or another time where a guy lost his cell phone and he cut the trip short because he couldn't live without a cell phone. So I asked him, I said, are these, what's the deal? And so it sounds like a lot of these guys going on these hunts are like old rich guys in their 70s who have more money to burn than than they should have, and they just do it just to say, I did an Alaskan brown bear hunt. And it, it sounds like they're not even really, like, serious hunters at all. It's amazing. You would think that, you know, you'd have more hardcore people doing a hunt like that. Yeah. Uh, he, he said the biggest thing that drives him a little bit nuts is when he tries to tell them things, they don't listen. A lot of guys are whitetail hunters go, oh, I've been deer hunting in Pennsylvania for years. This is the way I do it. He, he mentioned that one guy always would shave in the morning and put on aftershave. He'd oh, have no. to splash on the old aqua velva. Oh, and no. he had to try and tell him, dude, you got to be scent free. And I've been hunting deer for years. This is what I do every morning. I'm not going to change. Yeah, he's got to slap on his aftershave. And, of course, the guy hunted nine days and didn't see a bear and then finally he's the the guy begged him and he didn't put on the aqua velva the last day and they did see a small bear but to, to how a person would spend that kind of money and go up there but you know as a guide i can kind of relate to the people not taking your advice you know what i mean oh Where yeah you try now he he said he just gives up i mean he thinks well you know, it's your dime. I guess you're paying for a pretty expensive camping trip if you're not going to follow my advice to try and shoot a bear. But, I mean, have you ever had clients like that in the past when you're guiding where, you know, you try and tell them, try, and they just don't do it? Well, of course. As a matter of fact, after you explain something to them, 
once they see, a, let's say, a muskie, then they forget everything you told them, you know. I mean, so they get all excited. But i got to tell you, we got another email. Um, this is from our old friend, uh, Sister Marianne Edsel. She says, uh, what sad news to be greeted with at 6 a.m. this morning. But your words of wisdom, your fishing reports, your recipes, your outdoor education, and everything else will, be, will remain. Thank you. Words can't express all of our gratitude to you from Sister Marion. Well, thank you, Sister Marion. We appreciate that. We appreciate you being a longtime lister. You know, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know this, Danny. I mean, of course, you and I do, but... Sister Marianne Etzel, she, she would listen to us on a podcast when she uh, worked in Rome for many, many years. And uh, so she's been Amazing. A, a loyal listener. We had a big following in Rome. Hey, uh, we got a caller on the line right now, calling okay. from Athens, I think. Greece. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Keith and Shar. Oh, yeah. Hi, Keith. Hi, Shar. Good morning, guys. How you doing here? We're hey, fine. Keith. You know, things... I knew Tom a little before I knew John, and I only knew John uh, since 2000, the year of the big flood. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep. And I volunteered to, to come to his place and, and do whatever electrical work I could for him, you know. And I'll tell you, you know, if certain things change your life forever. Because that fall, my son's uh, grandsons came down with cancer, both of them. So he was a great help, and actually I loved the guy. So... I am sad to see you guys go, but God. what are you going to do? You know, I wish the best for both. Thanks, and, Keith. You know, you're going to miss the Saturday morning. I just had a knee replacement yesterday, and I said, well, I can sit there and listen to the radio every Saturday morning. Yeah, <laughs> well, the last one, though, Keith, last one. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, hey, best of luck to you guys. Right. Thank uh, you, Keith. Thank you, you got sir. a great show. Thank you. God bless, Keith. And we've got another email here. This is from Janice. Janice says, when I'm in town, I get up early on Saturdays just to listen to you guys. Keep up the great show. Have a great holiday season. Well, we're going to keep up this great show till uh, 8 o'clock. <laughs> for today. another hour and 32 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we're going to well, we... keep it up for another hour and a half. <laughs> and, and, you know, Keith, uh, Keith has been a great listener, yes. and he really was a great friend to John. And, and John had that effect. Many of our listeners who are good friends of mine now and people I do things with and hunt with and just acquaintances uh, drink beer with were people I met through John because John would be such a friendly guy over there at the bait shop. Everybody was his friend. He invited him up. And, uh, you know, throughout the show, we're going to be referencing John. And I might have a few humorous stories in memory of John because I think uh, this is an appropriate time to kind of bring up some of those old memories as well with this being our last show. Well, you know, like you said, Danny, uh, this radio show was, it was big on his list. It was, you know, that's, it's what he wanted to do, and he, he loved doing the show. And, you know, he had other ideas, too. If you remember, he thought we could do a, a weekly sitcom. We'd go out to California and do a sitcom. And then he thought, well, maybe we could do a Broadway show, <laughs> you know. <laughs> He had, but then he realized that you can't dance. <laughs> right. And, and I can't funny. sing. He had all these other ideas, which, you know what, though? Uh, America is full of people with great ideas. Some of them work, some of them don't. 
And for John, his idea of the musky shop worked. His idea of the radio show worked. So God bless him. You know, he, he his, some of his idea the ideas did work. The the sitcom and the Broadway show. No, I don't think so. That's not quite. Gonna work. No, not so much. But anyway, we got the bower bottom of the hour uh, break coming up, and this is going to be the last gut report done here on the Wacky Walleye's Cutting Edge Outdoors. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with more. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, folks, I don't have a, a cooking tip or a recipe today. I just wanted to thank our advertiser, longtime advertiser, Discount Liquor, for sponsoring the Gut Report and for advertising in our show many, many years. Mary over there at Discount Liquor has been a loyal suppo- supporter of the Cutting Edge Outdoors and we thank her very much for it. So no cooking tip except for try not to burn yourself, all right? <laughs> the Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma and Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials and more info, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Welcome back to the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, I'm Dan Bush along with Tom Neubauer, Sam on the board, and uh, leave it to Tom to uh, go out with the bang <laughs> with the worst gut report ever. But <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> just, burn yourself. Just, just kidding. And uh, we got that. Sam in the <laughs> we got Sam in the studio, and uh, but you're not alone, Sam. I am yeah, not. We, I'm joined by Mike McGivern right now. What's going hey. on, boys? How you hey, doing? Not much, Mike. Hey, I always found it funny that uh, Discount Liquor sponsored that report. It was almost like, look, you better be really drunk if you're going to eat some of the stuff that <laughs> Tom's telling you to eat. That's hey, what I hey, always thought. <laughs> yes, especially the ground possum. The ground possum. Hey, boys, I got to tell you, it's I've been your sales rep here for I think about 14 years. Kevin Stonis was the first rep. And then when he was moving and he was leaving, um, they they asked me to take over the account because I was going to be here Saturday mornings anyway. And I said, yeah, that'd be great. And Kevin brought me out to meet John. And I remember getting in the car after meeting John and going, what was that? <laughs> well, what was that? Hold on. I don't know if I want this account. And I can tell you, Kevin said, put his finger right in my face and said, you better be nice to these guys. These are some of the nicest men, the nicest guys that you're going to have. And, boys, let's be honest, it wasn't all rainbows and, and, and butterflies. We had some issues for a while with with commercials. And, and finally I figured out, look, we're not going to air anything other than what they have, just their people during these shows. And I think that that probably helped um, when I remembered most about, about these shows, guys, I got to be honest is, you know, when, when John late, you know, John would come in and he wasn't feeling great and I would pull in the parking lot at, you know, quarter to six and he would be outside and he would, you know, he'd be, he'd be relaxing him. You know how, how he would relax when he was outside and I'd be like, John, 
I don't think you can do that. I don't think that's legal. And he'd say, I don't care. It's medical. It's medical for me. You want some? I go, no, I don't want it. I'll end up at George Webb for the next two days. I do not want any of that. And he just, what a, what a fine, fine man he was. Well, you, you know, Mike, uh, John's, you know, John had uh, muscular Tourette's. Yes. And his doctor recommended uh, that he did take mar- marijuana for it. And it did help him. It made him a little goofier yeah, than normal. Yeah, yeah, goofy, <laughs> goofy. I had to be the guy driving in with him at five in the morning. You want to talk about goofy? You think things didn't make sense once he got to the studio? And then one time we left the studio, and he says, "I got to go to Menards. Can you stop at Menards?" So I said, "Okay, John, I'll take you to Menards." Pulled into the Menards, walked in, followed him into the middle of the store. He stood there for like a minute then he kind of shuffled in a 360 standing there he goes why are we here i'm like <laughs> you were the one that said he goes i can't remember what we let's go and then we left <laughs> so yeah hey guys hey guys the other the other one that that popped in my head right away was do you remember we had a guy once a year that would 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 put a bunch of dead animals like oh yeah yeah and There's squirrels and rabbits. Rabbits right in the in the, in the beginning of the driveway. Yeah. And you guys were like, hey man, this is like year four. And I said, Well, hold on, guys, we you know we have cameras. And and we I I said to you, you go on the air and you tell him and we we got his plate number. And that ended. That was it. He never did it again. And if that guy is listening, hey man, we we know exactly what your plate number was, so you stay away from this place. I don't know why he would do that, but once a year, this guy had in some kind of like protest to what the show was, and I remember driving in going, what in the world is that? And you guys are like, yeah, this guy seems to do this once a year, and, and I think we, we, uh, we scared him enough to get him to stop. Well, you know, I you know, I never realized, really knew guys whether he was a friend or foe because I talked about eating squirrels and rabbit, right? So I often think that that was just uh, that was <laughs> that was our Santa Claus <laughs> delivering dead squirrels and rabbits, but they looked like roadkill, so they weren't anything that I was going to skin out and eat. I'll well, tell you that much. Hey, I'll tell you the Hales Corners police officer that came over was a young guy. He looked at me. He goes, "What in the world am I doing here?" And I said, "I, I don't know. We got to figure. We have cameras. We got to figure out who who did this because we don't want this guy doing this anymore." And this guy's like, "Well, what am I supposed to do with all that?" And I go, I, "You're a police officer. I don't know. What are you going to do?" Know. They ended there's up plenty, cleaning it up. There's plenty of coyotes. Yeah, plenty of coyotes yeah. over there. They could feed Mike. Oh my goodness. Hey, the other thing that I thought of is, uh, you know, when Ron got involved. Um, he, you had talked about Tom coming in and being the adult in the room. Ron was an adult in the room as well. And I remember taking Ron out to Wisconsin Pharmacal and introducing him to a friend of mine, Andy Wondrock, who runs Wisconsin Pharmacal. And I said, Ron, I, let me put the proposal together. And I sent it to him and he said, Mike, I'm, I don't think I can ask for that much money. I said, you can't, I'll do the, I'll sell it the first time and then you'll take over. I said, so just, just come out there, meet, I'll introduce you. And he said, that's a lot of money that we're going to ask them. I said, it's a really good program, Ron. And this is right up their alley. And Andy never batted an eye. He said, I'd love to be a part of that show. And he's and Wisconsin Pharmacal has been a, been a partner with you guys for a long time. And then Ron, the year two, Ron was like, you want me to go out and do 
do that myself? And I go, yeah, you're fine. Ryan, you're going to do great. And he took over, man, and he did really, really well. And um, I'm a big fan of Ron's. I think he did a great job for you guys. Yeah, you're Ron right. Heidenreich was a great advertising manager. He he did a great job. And, you know, the funny thing about Ron was he didn't know anything about it when he started. But, boy, I'll tell you, you know, he, he learned fast, and he was good at what he did. And he hustled. And yeah. he wasn't afraid after that time at Wisconsin no. Pharmacal. He was not afraid to ask people to advertise. Right. And I always said, ask for more. Ryan, it's okay if they say, ah, we don't want to pay that much, but how about this? And he said, Mike, I just want to be honest with people, and I want people to, to you know, be a part of this because they think it's a really good um, show and because their ROI is going to be good. They want to yeah. be a part of it. Ron, Ron did a really good job for you guys. Yeah, yes, I'm glad. Thank, thank you for bringing Ron up. And, and also you mentioned Andy Batemate was a great uh, sponsor for us for many years as well. So like I was talking before, Mike, I'm kind of uh, hesitant to start naming some of them. But, you know, some of them have because you forget somebody and Correct. you don't want to leave anybody out. But we had a lot of had a lot of great people. And, uh, you know, for me, the show was great because it helped me boost my guide business. And uh, also it led to me getting a uh, uh, sports, uh, I had a sports column with the Lake Country Reporter uh, for many years where I had a weekly uh, hunting and fishing column, which was a direct result of the radio, uh, the radio show. So it's, it's been a great all-around ride, I'll tell you. Well, it has. And I had a chance to meet you guys, and I'd walk in a lot in the mornings when you guys were here with Tom, and we'd get a chance to talk about some different things going on. The other thing I remember is, is when we couldn't have you in studio. And you guys freaked out, man. You guys were like, there's no way we can't do this. And then after about four or five weeks, you guys are like, hey, this isn't so bad. We kind of like it doing it this way. And, yeah. you know, it worked out really, really well. It, it, I'm it gonna... caused me to go and get rid of my flip phone and get a real smartphone, Mike. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, you could never get your buddy Tom to do that, though, could you? Nope. Heck no. Nope. And, and it changed your life, didn't it? It Dan? changed my life. I love this. It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me, yeah, Mike. I, well, I, I like yeah. my life the way it is. I don't want to change it. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes you got to make a change. Hey, boys, I just want to come on and say thank you. Thank you so much. You guys have been a marvelous and a wonderful client of mine. And I'm going to miss not having you, not seeing or talking to you guys, you know, on a weekly basis sometimes. And I just want to say thank you. And, and uh, you're going to be really missed here on this radio station. Well, thanks for all your help, Mike. We appreciate it. Hey, Mike, you can always come on out here and do some fishing. And uh, again, we want to thank you for all the help you've uh it's been great to meet somebody. Uh, you got the great Christian show, Faith in the Zone, on Thank Sunday, you. which I I appreciate that. And uh, and I'd say this, Mike. Uh, in this world, they say we don't need any white supremacists. Well, I know what this world does need. We need more Christ supremacists. Amen to because, that. Because yeah, that's Amen. my thought on that. So hey, keep up the Lord's hey, work hey, there. Thanks. And Dan, when I, when I come out uh, fishing, do you mind if I bring Sam with me? Sure, bring them along. Yeah, yeah we, need, we need somebody to to hand us a beer out of the cooler when we well, ask. Yeah, that, and oh, you know what? Sign maybe, me up immediately. Actually, maybe I'll be the one handing the beers, and uh, I'll drive young Sam home after he has his second one. <laughs> All right, you're the DD. All right, All right boys, All right. have a Thanks, good day. Mike. All right, take care. God bless. <clears throat> you know, you were talking about doing stuff with John, you know. John, uh, I would have to take him to Potawatomi every now and then. And uh, he, we had a secret 
that his because his wife didn't want to know, or, or excuse me, he didn't want his wife to know that he was going to the casino. So he'd say, "Call me and tell tell me we got to go to an advertising client." So I'd call him, and I'd have to call him at his house so that he could do this, you know, in front of his wife, and uh, and he'd say, and I'd say, "Okay, John, it's me." Uh, you want to go to the casino today? And he says, oh, we got to go see that advertising client? Yeah, come and pick me up. We'll we'll go talk to him. And, and then he would tell his wife, yeah, we're going to see some advertiser, you know. And then I would take him down to the casino. And, of course, on those slot machines, he just kept pressing buttons. I don't think he ever knew exactly what was coming up or what was going on. He just kept pressing buttons. Hey, hey, and we, before we go to break, one yeah. time he went to the casino with a guy, a local guy here, and he lost, I don't know, $2,000. And the other guy, John, loaned him $2,000, which the other guy lost $2,000. So they lost about four, maybe it was 5000 at least four. And it shows up on the credit card, which Lowy sees, right? Yeah. So, Somehow John told her that it was money that they bought some antique decoys with. I don't know how he said that. And and for years, oh, and then the guy took off out of town and never paid him the two thousand. Oh, and and Lloyd would for would always go, I can't believe it, Dan, that that guy took off and screwed John on those decoys. <laughs> Not the decoys, <laughs> they lost money at the casino. Well, one thing I never, I never let him go nuts at the casino. He'd, he'd want to start pulling out hundred dollar bills for this, that, or whatever, and I'd say, no, John, no, no, just, just, you know, cut your losses, stop it, you know. I mean, otherwise, yeah, John would just spend every nickel he'd had there, you know, and and I wouldn't let him. No, I guess, I guess you were right. Maybe I was the voice of reason at times. You were the adult in the yes. room. Well, listen, folks, this is the last horn schwaggle that you're ever going to hear right here on the Wacky Wally's Cutting Edge Outdoors. And the Hornswoggle is brought to you by Carl's Country Market out there in Menominee Falls. And you're going to win a $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market if you are a winner. And to be a winner, you have to call. Now, I hope Ryan calls. We'll see if he does or not. But uh, all you got to do is call 414-799-1250. 414 414- Seven nine nine twelve fifty, and you can be a contestant. And by the way, there was one more email that came in while we were talking, and this is from Janice, who just said that one before. She said, I missed the announcement that this is your last show. Sorry to hear, and I will miss it uh, greatly. I still have, or still have a great holiday season, tight lines and shoot straight. Thank you, Janice. And, uh, well, that's it. Be a, be a contestant in the Hornswoggle, folks. Call right now. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for joining us this beautiful Saturday morning. I'm Dan Bush along with Tom Neubauer. And uh, I was, uh, during uh, the break, Sam was talking in my ear. Apparently, uh, there are a lot of phone calls are coming in right now. I guess we've got a lot of listeners. So if anybody calls in, 
and you got put on hold or accidentally dropped, uh, Sam is multitasking right now. It's not an easy job. So we, uh, we do appreciate what he, uh, what he does for us there, as well as everybody who's worked with us at the studio there. But we do have our long-awaited, much-anticipated Hornschwaggle segment. It's the last Hornschwaggle segment. And I'll tell you, how, I'll mention how the Hornschwaggle actually got started. Uh, we got time. Many years ago, I was fishing on uh, a Pewaukee out here, and our good friend Steve Milliot was a guide as well. And we were commenting on how people would sometimes tell you that they saw a 50-inch muskie, say, on Rocky Point, and then you'd go out there and you'd see them parked on Taylor's Bay, and then you'd say to, and this was Steve's exact words, you'd say to yourself, wait a second, I've been hornswoggled. So that just cracked me up when he said I've been hornswoggled, and I started using that term ever since. Somehow it got into the radio show. I don't even know how. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted to sponsor the Hornswoggle. So it's crazy how, you know, some things get started. But uh, do we have a lucky contestant, Sam, the last and final one? Well, I feel like it's only fitting that we have somebody from Pewaukee. So let's go to Nick in Pewaukee. Hey, Nick, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. Doing good. Okay, Nick, longtime listener and friend of the show. So here we go. And how come, Nick, I, you know, you know so much about hunting and fishing that these are always just a walk in the park for you. But we'll see. Throw me some softballs today, but that'd be in the last show. All right. Okay. Softball number one. Overhand or underhand? I don't know. Which way do you want? I guess I'll go underhand. Wind up. Here it comes. Uh, Whitetail antler growth. You shot a big one with your bow this year, I believe. Uh, When it talks about uh, antler size in deer, they say there can be a number of factors affecting it. But the number one thing that it takes to get a buck with big rack, with a big rack is allowing them to grow a long time to an older age. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Kind of a tricky. Uh, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle, right. That's the first one. Okay. And uh, when it comes to big antler growth on deer, uh, nutrition has very little to do with it whether a buck grows a big rack or not. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle, okay. And so actually, in reality, uh, they, uh, according to Wisconsin Outdoor News, it says age is first, but nutrition ranks a photo finish behind it. And then yeah. the third, the third factor, in a distant third, however, not as big of a reason as you'd think, genetics. Genetics take a distant third place, but they are a factor in um, uh, antler growth. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Very good. You got her there, Nick. So uh, when you, uh, you can leave your address with uh, Sam I Am, and I will get you the final $10 gift certificate to Carl's Country Market, buddy. All right. Well, sorry to see you guys go, but, you know, it's a heck of a run. So. All, right. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Saturday Nick. Morning. Appreciate right. it. And with that, Danny, we've got three quick emails I can go through. You want me to go through them quick? Yeah, because uh, Sam is going to be talking to Nick and getting his address yeah. info and texting that to me in between probably trying to answer other calls. So hit the emails. All right. This is, this is from Matthew. He says, hey, Tom and Dan, can't thank you guys enough for giving up your Saturdays so, I, so guys like me had something to listen to 
when I was heading out to go fishing. I wish you guys health, happiness. Let's go, Brandon. Thanks again. <laughs> and, and that's very funny. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> okay, thank you, uh, Matthew. And then we've got, uh, you know, this is from, uh, oh, Mike and Dan. This is Tom and Dan. My friend Dan from Menominee Falls and I have listened to your show since the beginning. We loved the show, Dan, and I were and Dan and I were fortunate to meet you, John and Dan at Monkey's Island to see a movie Bloodhook. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, you didn't mention me. Uh, I was there. As a matter of fact, I, I brought the movie. <laughs> it was one of my favorites. Anyway, we had a great time. It was great to put a face on your names. Good luck to both of you, and we'll miss the show. That's from Mike and Dan. And uh, let's see now. Then we got. From Alan. Oh, this is from our friend, Al Shuck. Well, guys, it's sad news that the show's ending today. I've enjoyed listening and being on your show. John was one of the nicest men I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You, um, you, two, you two would drop my name from time to time and it helped attendance at the spring hearings I ran for the Wisconsin Conservation Congress. It's been fun listening and talking with you. I guess now, Dan, come and come go pheasant hunting early on Saturday mornings from your friend Al. Yeah, that all right. Nice. Sounds so, like a plan. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's all the emails for right now, unless we got a phone caller. I don't know. We got anything, Sam? Yep. Let's go to Vinny and Grafton. All right. Vinny good morning, and Grafton. Vinny. Morning, Vinny. Hey guys. What's I gotta up? tell you, this is really sad. Um, and I gotta also thank you. I have been listening to you since the beginning. Oh, really? Uh, wow. I stumbled upon, well, let's, let's go back. I've been listening to sports talk shows and talk shows back to the 70s. Um, I was listening to a sports talk show when um, John Lennon was shot, and I remember it like it was yesterday because it was such a shock. Yeah. That's how long I've been listening to sports talk shows. And I stumbled upon you guys when I was um, getting up early in the morning, feeding my kids with their bottle oh and it's and waking up on a saturday morning listening to you guys it takes the stress away from you know from from, from the week the week past it's been great and Vinny, you got to admit i don't fish i don't hunt i don't fish i listen to you guys it's so comforting therapeutic interesting i want to miss you guys you guys are great Oh, well, thank you. Very, you know, you very, th- admit, th- thank Vinny, you, Vinny. The, the show, when, when John was on the show, it was a little more crazier back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when he says God bless, oh, when he okay. says God bless America, or God bless, thank you for always playing at the end. That was awesome. What a great tribute to him and I think our, um, our patriotism for the country. It was great stuff. Right. Well, thank you, Vinny. Appreciate that. Yeah, Thanks, you bet. Vinny. Thanks, guys. Yep. Okay, you take care now. And, you know, when John said, God bless, stay free, he meant it. Oh, yeah. He meant it. That just wasn't. John was big on America. He was a patriot. And he didn't want our rights being slowly eroded. And, I mean, he was ahead of his time as far as, uh, yeah, I mean, he, boy, if he saw what the, what's going on in our world now, poor John, uh, his head would spin. But, uh, yeah, John, uh, he definitely was one of a kind, and he, and he meant what he said. Yes, he did. 
Well, it's that time where we got the top of the hour break coming up. So we got another. Do we got another caller, Sam? Do we have time to go to him, or do we wait? Well, what do you think? Let's go. Yeah, let's let's go, to let's go to Adam in West Bend. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Adam. Hey, Adam. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, doing good. Little bit of little bit of shock this morning, turning on the radio and hearing this is the the last show. So, uh, kind of wanted to say thank you uh, for for all the years that you've done this. And another thing, if one of you gentlemen would like it. I have what I think is a one-of-a-kind cutting-edge outdoors plaque from the former Smokey's uh, Muskie Bait and Tackle Shop. It's a it's a cutting-edge outdoors plaque. It's 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 kind of made out of plastic. It's I'll, I'll I'll email you a picture later when I get home. But okay, I, I saw that when they were having their blowout sale, and I walked up to the register with it, and he's like, "Just give me a dollar." Hey. Well, that... it, wasn't, it wasn't worth a lot, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it could be worth something to someone. That's the thing. And if one of you guys would like that, I'd be more than happy to get it to you. Okay. Well, that sounds good. That's well, generous. And uh, be something cool to hang on the wall there, Adam. Thanks for oh, being uh, a listener. Bushy, one more thing. Uh, I finally went out deer hunting for the first time this year. Okay. And I was able to use my great-grandfather's rifle. It's a three hundred Savage Woodsman 81. Have you ever shot one of those? Uh, I haven't shot, well, I've shot 300 Savage, um, the uh, Model 99 lever action that my uncles had, but um, this, what, what what kind of action was it then? Was it a lever or what? No, it's a semi-automatic. It's got a five. Semi-auto? Uh, oh, okay. Model 81. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right, of course. That was a semi. Yeah, that thing barks like holy hell. <laughs> uh, uh, what an awesome, uh, 300 Savage is an awesome round. It's kind of more powerful than a 3030. Uh, not as much punch as the 3006, but for a deer, it's per- near perfect. How did you do? Did you get anything? No, I didn't see anything at all. <laughs> oh, well, what the heck. Yeah, well, I'm going to go off for the antlerless hunt, so okay. we'll see what happens. Go but plug a dough, okay, Adam. Guys, guys Take thanks, care. thanks so much for doing this, and uh, God bless. Thank yep. you. God bless. Take Thank care, man. You. All right. A couple minutes, folks, of commercials, and then we'll be right back with the second hour of the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. This is the last second hour of the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors you're ever going to hear. And uh, one thing I want to make sure I impress on people is that Dan and myself want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. That's coming up next week, Saturday. Just came up fast on us. Anyway, the phone number here is 414-799-1250, or you can always email us at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Yes, Dan, what was it? Speaking of Christmas, uh, I once again went out by my truck and found a little Christmas present left by a listener, so I want them to know that I've always appreciated all the little gifts left in my boat and truck over the years. Uh, I'm not saying it was alcohol, but sometimes it's been alcohol that they drop off, you know, mm-hmm. bottles of brewskis and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate all of our listeners. And then uh, at the uh, uh, 7.15 hour, I think what I'm going to do, Tom, is hand my headset over to my our buddy Ron Johnson, who has been a frequent guest on the show, and let you talk to him for a couple of minutes. But right now we got our old pal Randy in Grafton calling. All right. Hello. Good morning, Randy. Hey guys, you know, uh, uh, oh well, best of wishes. But you know what? I I think it's apparent through the responses that you're getting to the show ending that it served as a as a forum for common sense and traditional values and an approach to life 
much more than just hunting and fishing. And, you know, and I think it was specially encapsulated by John's phrase, uh, God bless and stay free. And it, and it does explain, and maybe I have to apologize for many of the emails I would send to you guys that were kind of, sort of uh, maybe related, but I thought important to what your show was all about. So, uh, yeah, best of luck. I really appreciated the show for these many, many years, and I think you served a purpose well beyond just hunting and fishing. Well, thank you for that, Randy. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Randy, and and we we appreciate all of your positive contributions and your brother as well. But you oftentimes brought some good light on a lot of subjects, and and we appreciate you uh, contributing and being a listener and friend as well. And we got to go catch some bluegills next summer. Sounds good. Okay, all right. guys. Thanks, Randy. Take care. Well, I've got uh, some more emails, Danny. Okay. Uh, this is from Jeffrey. He says, "Gonna miss you guys." All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. And then this is from Tom. He says, we'll miss you guys a lot. Raised on Pewaukee Lake and now living in Heartland. Due to health reasons, I don't hunt or fish anymore, but I've honestly enjoyed listening to you guys through the years. Brings back fond memories for me. Take care and thank you very much. Well, thank you, Tom. We appreciate that. And then uh, this is from Bob. Uh, Bob says, oh, this is Bob on Stumpy Bay. Thought you were going to say last show till sometime next year. All good things must end. Been listening to Tom for many years. Do you ever hear from Bait Boy or Bait Girl? Congratulations and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. What he means by Bait Boy and Bait Girl was when I was at WISN, uh, my producer, his nickname was Bait Boy. And then after he left the show, we had a female producer. Her name was Bait Girl, and her name is Jolene. And, yes, Jolene and I still keep in contact. She lives with her husband down in Florida, and uh, we email each other every now and then. And once every, oh, couple years, she comes up to Wisconsin to see her parents, and uh, she comes and uh, visits me, and we go out to lunch. So, yeah. Yeah. Bait boy and bait girl, I understand, are doing just fine. So very thank good, you, hey. uh, Bob, for that. What we we got a caller. We got Scott on the line. I believe okay. that Scott's going to talk about a very special event going on today. So can you right. get Scott on there? Sam, I am. He is on. All right. Oh. Hello, Scott. Morning, Scott. Morning, guys. So what shaking as far as this event? I know uh, you talked to me a little bit, but can you talk to our listeners as if they know nothing about it? Explain the benefit, what it's for, who it's for, and where it's going to go down, and how they can be a part of it. Absolutely. So, as we're pretty all aware, uh, something terrible happened in Waukesha on uh, Sunday, the 21st of November. And uh, I'm the president of the Muskie Club of Wisconsin, and one of our members is Donnie Teagues. And he's a, he's a local guy. He's a firefighter, and he does some, some guiding and his son, Eric, unfortunately, was one of the victims of, uh, of the parade. And fortunately, uh, Eric is still with us, recovering at home. And a couple days after this happened, which would have been, I guess, Tuesday the 23rd, I got a phone call from uh, another one of our members, Joel Walzak, who reached out to me and said, Scott, what can we do? We've got some ideas, but we don't know where to take it. 
So I grabbed it and worked with Joel, and now I've worked with a whole army of other people from our club and friends and families and companies and sponsors. And now we have well over 100 individuals, sponsors, and companies that have helped us put together a benefit for Eric, Eric Teague. And it's this Sunday, it's tomorrow, and it's from 4 to 8 p.m. over at the uh, Embassy Suites on Moorland in Brookfield. So that's, that's what's happening. We're going to have some hors d'oeuvres, and we're going to have a, a cash bar, but more importantly, we're going to have auctions and raffles and stuff for the kids, and we're going to do our best with the people that we have and all the things that have been brought to us to raise as much money as we can for the kid and his family. It's just a, it's a shame what happened, and we're just going to do the best that we can. And, Scott, you said that as far as raffle prizes and so forth that you guys have, that everybody was more than generous, that you've got really a lot of good quality things there that uh, people can get and, uh, and the generosity of people. And you got people coming from out of town, correct? Oh, I've, we've got people coming in. We've got people driving five hours from Iowa and five hours from Illinois and we might have some people from Indiana. I'm not quite sure yet, but yeah, they're coming from from every direction. And the local communities have been so supportive. Folks from Waukesha County, Milwaukee County, and um, yeah, there's probably 50 to 100 different. Uh, if you're really into the outdoors, I mean, there's wildlife prints. There's so much. Fishing tackle, rods, reels, um, lures, I mean, you name it. It's not just musky stuff either. There's a lot of that, of course, because we are a musky community. That's how we started this thing, but it's expanded into so much more. So as far as um, final, finally uh, summing up, how, where, where is it, what time, and, and how do people uh, just show up, or what, what's yeah. the story? Just uh, show up. It's on South Moreland, so it's just south of Highway 94 there on uh, on Moreland there at the uh, the Embassy, Embassy Suites, uh, uh, Milwaukee, Brookfield, which is on the east side of Moreland there. And the official event is from 4 to 8 p.m. And uh, yeah, just show up. Bring your uh, bring your credit cards, checkbook, check cash. Um, we'll set you up. There's an absolute ton of prizes and we're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to make the most of a, of, of a bad situation and we're going to do everything we can for this family for a good cause right. good luck well, that, that that sounds good scott and uh god bless and good luck keep up the good work with the muskie club buddy good talking thanks thanks appreciate it guys have a wonderful day and yeah we hope to hit it out of the park tomorrow all, all right. right good luck to you well, we got uh, we got another email here, Dan. This is from our regular listener, good friend Bob Garfinkel. Oh, he says thank you for all your information and humor over the years. I cannot go fishing anymore, and through your program, I was able to relive many happy experiences. Best of all, good things. Well, you know, in in, in getting the comments from the people, uh, one thing I kind of wanted to say is. You know, from the beginning, doing this show, uh, we kind of, kind of wanted to do it unlike a- any other show, in that we weren't just uh, some expert or a college professor or you know, you know, great Northwoods guide talking, espousing all kinds of knowledge. 
Uh, we tried to make it your average Joe's fishing show where it's just a couple guys talking about hunting and fishing. Uh, of course, Tom, you've added great, great knowledge. Once in a while, I maybe had an idea. I like to tell, we like to tell a lot of hunting and fishing stories, which is what guys do when they get together in the cabin or around the campfire or, or at the bar having a beer. So we tried to make it kind of, kind of loose and easy flowing like that. And, uh, you know, John used to have us, he said, we, we got to get together on Wednesday and have a meeting about what we're going to do for the show. <laughs> oh, well, you know, we'd sit down for five minutes, start talking about the show crack a couple beers and before you knew it we didn't talk about it after an hour we didn't do a thing as far as planning we'd say walk out the door and say see you saturday so it all just kind of seemed to work everybody yeah. brought a little bit of their own things and uh and our listeners were the ones that really made it their show not ours yeah and i can remember the number of times that we'd have one of those so-called show meetings and people would just come up because john had a lot of stuff upstairs you know, and he'd tell people, oh, come on up, come on up. And we'd be up there having a meeting, and next thing you know, there's uh, three or four or five people looking around at stuff, you know. Yeah. And it, nope. it was just, it was just like you said, easy going, you know. Easy going, easy. And, and, we were, and we were never afraid to say, I don't know the answer to that question, but maybe well, a, one of our listeners does. Well, you know, the funny thing is, and I'm not going to mention any names here, but... Somebody asked me many years ago, a long time ago, how can you, how can you do a live radio show? Uh, what if you don't know the answer to something? And I say, well, that's normal. You know, that's normal if you don't know the answer. Nobody knows everything, and that's why you got an audience to help you on this stuff. And so the person, well, I better not go any further. Uh, well, <laughs> my, know, I don't want to well, go any further, but that's true. You know, like I, you said. We don't always know the answer. Well, this is, how, this is how I made it through college, Tom. When in doubt, I didn't know the answer. E, all of the above, was always the best bet. And true, was also always the best bet. How do you think <laughs> I, got, how I got a degree? So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we got to go to break. Uh, when we come yep. back, Tom, uh, I'm going to uh, pass my headset over to uh, Ron Johnson and let you just chat at him for a couple minutes. All right. Sounds like a plan. We'll be right back. All right, back. man. Walleyes, Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Dan Bush along with Tom Newbauer. Sam's on the board and uh, we've got lots of friends and so forth calling in. And uh, right now, Tom, um, when our old friend Ron Johnson found out this was going to be our last show, he kind of wanted to talk a little bit at you. So I'm going to hand the headphone over to him while I take a break and uh, take it away, Ron. Hello, Ron. Hey, Tom. How you Are doing, you there? buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, hey. So what are you doing in Wisconsin? Well, you know, I um, I heard that this was the last show after talking with Dan last week. And um, obviously, uh, you guys have been great friends of mine over the years. And you have, um, you know, I've known Dan for about 28 years. You know, we used to be roommates way back in the day. And even when I moved away to Arizona, we've always been in good contact. So again, I've known Dan for 28 years. And I've had the pleasure of getting to know you throughout the show. And uh, when Dan told me, you know, it was 
coming to an end, I was kind of caught off guard as well. But I was like, you know what, I'm going to drive on down. I, I now live in the upper peninsula of Michigan. I moved there this last year and I wanted to come down and, um, you know, at least just see Dan. And, um, you know, I think the two of you guys have been just incredible ambassadors of the outdoors, you know, and I'm pretty sure your listeners can agree with me. You guys have brought some incredible uh, humor, some information, and a lot of your knowledge uh, to their homes or to their vehicles every Saturday, you know, for two hours for the last 16, 17 years. And for that, I think everybody can be pretty grateful and privileged to call you our friends. And uh, I, I, I wouldn't miss it, you know, so I wanted to come on down. Well, thank you. I understand you had a little bit of snow. Was it last week? Yeah, we ended up getting about uh, 8 to 10 inches. I live right on Lake Superior, so it has oh, okay. been, you know, one one minute you're at, you know, in the teens and 20s getting a lot of snow, and then the next day it was in the 40s and 45 degrees, and, and it melts. So it's it's been um, a very mild uh, winter thus far, to say the least, up there. And it's okay by me because I still haven't adapted to this cold weather yet. You know, I'm still a little soft after living out in the uh, out west for the last 26 years. So yeah, uh, and, I'm okay uh, with it, but they're still open water fishing. Yeah, what, what's going on down south with your tournament fishing? So I'm getting ready uh, here to, to shove off to Arizona here in a couple weeks, and uh, I'm going to do a little bit of guiding. Uh, I don't know if a lot of your listeners know, but I'm gonna, I used to guide quite a bit in between my tournaments uh, in the state of Arizona. So I have the privilege of, again, meeting a lot of people from Wisconsin and the Midwest that come on down, and um, you know they like to winter and get out of the cold and uh, do some guiding. So I'm going to do that for a little bit, and then I'm going to be kicking off the National Professional Fishing League. I know we have talked about that a little bit last year uh, when I was on the show and again this year, and um, it, it is one of the premier bass tournament trails in the United States, and uh, viewers can watch it live, and um, they can log on to the National Professional Fishing League, but it's going to take us all around the country this year once again, and I'm excited to kick that off here in uh, February. Well, that sounds really interesting. Oh, and by the way, you can tell Danny that I uh, forwarded an email to him so that he has uh, written confirmation of this. We got an email. Uh, this is from, it was two, this is from Jim. Jim says, Tom, Danny, and John in spirit, you have been wonderful virtual friends every Saturday morning for so many years. Thank you for being so genuine. And then he says, now this is why I had to send this to Danny. Uh, it says, Danny, I hope to see you in Door County again next summer. And breakfast at the Viking in Ellison Bay is on me. <laughs> I wish you health and happiness and great success. So, Oh, Dan was, will be up there, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. We're looking forward to doing another one of our spring trips. Yeah, that's, and that's right. one of the... went up there. Uh, you guys were up there slamming the, the smallies, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the benefits of, uh, you know, being being a friend to Dan. The show might be over, and, and it's a little bittersweet. I understand it. and um, But, you know, he's my friend, and we're going to continue our annual fishing trips and seeing each other. So, you know, as I travel around, too, um, I want to let guys know that uh, I've met quite a few of your listeners while I've been traveling, too, and I travel around in the Wide Effect wrapped boat and truck. And uh, I know Wide Effect has been a sponsor of your show, and they have um, – you know, really been a big supporter of mine. And when I travel the year this year, I will be once again uh, running the Wide Effect Talent Solutions Wrapped Rig. And uh, they have been awesome with supporting me, and they have also been out there um, with helping, you know, thousands of companies around the country with 
uh, their construction, maritime, and energy staffing needs throughout the years. And uh, if any of your listeners out there happen to own a company or a business and they are looking to uh, fill some of those important gaps in their in their business when it comes to staffing, you know, log on to WideEffect.com and check out everything that they have. Whether you need direct hire or temp hire to get your uh, company running at, at full efficiency again and uh, kicking it in the butt, you know, you got to check them out. And um, also, if you have any listeners out there that are looking for a job. Uh, they may have a skilled trade. Uh, White Effect is always looking to fill those placements uh, for people. So if you have a skilled trade set and you're out of work and you're looking to get placed somewhere, uh, go to White Effect. And if you happen to know somebody, you can refer them. And if they happen to get brought on with White Effect in place and do a number of hours of work, uh, White Effect will even pay you a nice bonus. So uh, they're a great company, and I'll, I'll be running around. So if you guys see me out there this year on the trail, make sure you say hi, stop by, and, hey, you can throw some goodies into my boat too like you did Dave. So, so, so Tom, so Tom, the difference between Ron's boat and mine is he has a wrap on his boat. I have a wrap on my sandwich. So that's how you'll tell the difference between us when we're out there. And uh, I think we have another. Thank you, Ron. I and think, thank you guys for having me. No problem. Yeah, I think we have a caller there, Sam. Yep. Let's go to Teddy on the north side. Hey, Teddy. What's going on? Hey, Tom. This is Teddy Willett. Oh, you, hello, Ted. you and I fished together a long time ago, and I used to love going to your shop. And I, every time I had my fish golf outing on Freeze Lake, I listened to you all the way out. Uh, I've been listening to your show, and I met you a couple of times down at the sports show when I was working with Dan Small. And uh, of course, I got to meet uh, Red Green too that day, and he said I sounded as almost as good as he did. So anyway, I, I love you guys. You did a great job, and. Oh, by the way, Badger Sportsman no longer exists either, so I'm not writing there anymore, but it's still writing for a few others. Been writing since 1973 and uh, fished with Tony Burmack and all that stuff. Anyway, Tom, you've been a good friend and a buddy. Uh, oh, and Ray Guineer says hello, too, also, because uh, him and I are still together. Oh, that's so, nice. Take care, and uh, don't be a stranger, and uh, let me know where you're going to be after that, and we can get together and... I usually meet once in a while at that uh, Grecian in uh, on, on out there on on the, on the road next to that restaurant. And Tom, the true, I mean the the, the guys from Channel Six are always in there, and the radio guys are in there from uh, you know from the WISN and so forth. Anyway, good talking to you. You guys take good care. I'm not gonna hang on the line, and uh, I got the Hornswoggle right this morning also. So all right. <laughs> Thank you, Ted. Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, so, did Ted say... Email. You want me to well, read this one quick? Yeah, well, quick question. Did Ted say Badger Sportsman is no more? Yeah, that... I forgot to tell you. A while back, they uh, they uh, are no more in business. Oh, what a shame. That was a very good magazine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they hung it up. So, this is from J-Plug. Thanks for such a great show. I feel like a death this... I Wait a minute. It feels like a death this. I am going... Oh, I... Wait a okay. Yeah, I think I think Jay Plug was typing too fast here. Start over, Tom. He, 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 he misses <laughs> us, guys. Let's put it that way. My wife asked, why the cancellation? Next year I will get you out salmon fishing in exchange for some weed line action in Waukesha. Look forward to having some cottage cheese and peaches with Tom and a half a dozen beers with Bushy. Tom, I am saving that Larry Bandy story from you. Yeah, I want to hear that Larry Bandy story. 
you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to save your email. Did I he hear say that Larry Bandy story? Did he say he'd, ex- he'd exchange some salmon fishing for some weed? I, I think he, he meant take us salmon fishing, and then we'd go, and then we'd have to take them weed line. Weed line fishing, whatever. okay, not okay, yeah. all right. I was going to tell him, you know, John's not here anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more uh, than that. Well, yeah. listen, we got the bottom of the hour break right now. So uh, anyway, we'll be back, folks, in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. Uh, we got more of the last session of the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors coming up, so stay tuned. Welcome back to the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. And uh, we do have more callers, Tom, but before we go there, I just want one last announcement for my good friend Al Shook that the Waukesha County Conservation Alliance Banquet and Raffles will be Friday, February 4th, 5.30, Western Lakes Golf Club. You get a great dinner. There's tons of firearms raffles. I've been with people who've won all kinds of guns there. Uh, so you can get tickets for that. It's a great thing to do. What else are you going to do in the middle of winter on a Friday night on February 4th? So give my good friend Al, Mr. Shook me all night long. Uh, call Al at 414-218-0774 if you are interested in that or get a hold of me and I'll hook you up with that. And also, Tom, uh, we got the Muskie Expo uh, is going to be Coming up, the Chicago one takes place January 7th to 9th at Kane County Fairgrounds in St. Charles, Illinois. And the Muskie Expo Milwaukee takes place February 11th to 13th at Washington County Fair Park in West Bend. So you can actually go online and get tickets early. So with that being said, uh, who do we got on the line there, Sam? Let's go to Zach and Tosa. Morning, Zach. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for everything you've done over all these years. I... Not even a big hunter or fisher, but I've always just appreciated listening to you guys and just how uh, truly red-blooded American you are and how you state your mind. And it's just refreshing to hear that in this day and age. And uh, it's just too bad to see you guys uh, get pushed out the door by the cancel culture. And I just wish you wish you well in everything you do in the future here. Thanks, well, thank guys. you gotcha. very much, Zach. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And who else do we got? Uh, nobody else. He dropped off. Nobody else? Okay. Well, listen, we appreciate everybody calling in. We got the final half hour of the show, but 414-799-1250. We appreciate your calls and kind comments. If anybody has a fishing report, uh, hey, you got a tip for a great outdoor product to buy for uh, for Christmas, now is the time to uh, start thinking about what you want to uh, want to get for Christmas or what you want to buy for your favorite sportsman or woman. And, uh, yeah, and our email is ceoguys at yahoo.com. Yeah, and uh, just reminding everybody that this is the last show of the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. And, you know, Danny, I want to thank some of the people that we've talked to over the years uh, for their information, like Sean Gillis, Paul Mahalik, Jason Woda, just to name a few. And we appreciate the people coming on with us and giving us a little bit of their expertise you know. Well, th- thinking back on it, we in, we've had Al Lindner, we've had Joe Booker, we've had Pete Mena, 
uh, all of them talking live. Uh, we had a taped conversation with Ted Nugent when the NRA came to town years ago. You know, Tom, that was one of my biggest regrets with the show was years ago, I was sitting around talking with John. And uh, for once, I had an idea when I said, hey, NRA's coming to town. I think Ted Nugent's going to be, and we should have him on the show. Well, I go off to teach school, right? I find out that two days later, on a Wednesday of that week, Ted Nugent is on the line, uh, I believe, with Rami and uh, uh, I believe Brian Dove and uh, John both, and it was taped, and it was a really pretty cool uh, segment, and I didn't get to be there. I was really bummed. I was off teaching America's youth. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and we've had others, uh, the bait shops, reports from the bait shops, all the other guides around. Uh, Tilky up there, Smokey's on the Bay's always been a great source of yep. information. Yep. Uh, Dale Strosheim, uh, Jerry Ruffalo, we've just had a number of great people. And I again, I'm hesitant to start naming names because you always forget somebody, but we appreciate all of you. And I think we got more callers, so I'm going to shut up and uh, let Sam connect us, Tom. Got to go to our good buddy, uh, Ron Heidenreich. He is on the line right now. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ron. Ron. Hey, top of the morning, guys. What's up? Well, I just uh, wanted to congratulate you guys on uh, on a long run, and uh, you can now sleep in and uh, on a Saturday or go fishing on a Saturday. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Next year, opening day, I'll be able to be in the stand opening day and not have to feel guilty about it. Well, heck, I didn't even do that this year. I did the show and drove up and still shot a deer. But, uh, but yeah, and thanks for everything we were talking earlier. And Mike McGivern mentioned your name earlier, Ron. Thanks for all you did. And uh, you often filled in with your expertise when I wasn't there. And uh, you also were able to give a lot of good, good knowledge about musky fishing, and particular the big Chippewa flowage there. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, I, I had one story about John that I don't think a lot of people knew, and, and you know, he had his quirky, quirky ways about him. But there was, this was, a, I'm thinking around 2009, 2010, and I was going to be on the evening shift at Smokey's to close the store up. It was a Saturday night. And about 7 o'clock in the evening, I go into the bathroom, and the mirror's gone. It's not hanging in the bathroom. So I ended up going upstairs, and John was up there, and here there's, was the mirror. And here was John. He was, uh, for some reason, decided he wanted to be Ozzy Osbourne that night. And he had a black wig on. He had makeup on, black fingernail polish, and it, it smelled uh, weird upstairs. <laughs> I... I think I think he made a few infamous YouTube videos dressed like Ozzy, and he actually was pretty good. Right, right, it was, and uh, he 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 you know did a pretty good job of talking like Ozzy, stuttering around and stuff like that. And uh, it was like you know this is this is bizarre. <laughs> My boss is upstairs, Ozzy Osbourne is. <laughs> you know, I, I've got that YouTube uh, thing of John. I've got the. The, what you go on to to find it. I can't find it right now, but I do have it somewhere, and it is hilarious. It is Okay. Funny. Well, congratulations yeah. again, and uh, take care, guys. Okay. All right. Thanks, Good fishing, Ron. Yeah. And we got another t- email here. This is from okay. Dan. Dan says, thanks for a great show all these years. I guess I will be sleeping in now on Saturday mornings since there will be no reason to get up. Take care, shoot straight, tight lines. And that's from Dan. Thank you, Dan. We'd appreciate that. All righty. Boy, a lot of emails and phone calls today, Danny. 
I think we might have lost Bushy. Oh, oh no. I'll try reconnecting. <clears throat> All right. Well, well, while Sam is reconnecting Danny, uh, we just want to emphasize again how appreciative we are for all the nice phone calls and emails that we've been getting. And, uh, you know, we're going to miss you folks, too, uh, you know, getting your emails and phone calls every week and that. And like Dan said, this show has always been about being like just normal, everyday people, you know, a couple of guys sitting around talking about fishing and hunting, you know, kind of like as if they were at the bar or taking a ride somewhere and just talking, you know. And that's what I think that's what has made the show so interesting over the years and so down to earth. We don't want to come off acting like we know everything because let's face it, nobody knows everything. You know, but we have a good time knowing what we do know and doing what we do do. And uh yeah, I can I'm looking forward to this spring getting out fishing on, you know, on Saturday mornings because so many times one of my sons would be going out on a Saturday morning, and I couldn't go because I would be doing the show. Well, now I will be going, so looking forward to that as well. Is Danny back yet? I guess not, not yet. He's still working out. One second here. All right. Well, I always got to check just in okay. case. I don't want to be rambling on. All right, we got him. Okay. We're here. Great. Good, there he it, is. It, well, and, and again, it's appropriate that the last show of the year we got one minor snafu, whatever snafu means. But, uh, yeah, every once in a while the app will lose connection. But Sam always does a great job of uh, getting us reconnected. And, and, Tom, you do a good job of ad-libbing, ad-libbing and rambling on. Just rambling. Hey, Sam, I got a quick question for you. What's up? Okay, now on my Packer schedule – said the Packers were going to be on at noon on Sunday. But yet on TV, I've seen, I was watching Thursday Night Football, and it said that, no, the Packers are going to be on at 3.30. Yeah, they are at 3.30 this Sunday. It got flexed, I believe. I want to say about a little less than two weeks ago. Okay, it got flexed. Okay. Flex, Tom, flex. Right. Kind of like you flexed and met your wife. That's why she yep. dug you. That's about it, yep. So, okay, good. I got that straight then. So It's flexed. Yeah, the flex. We got the flex down. That's yeah. what they call flexed. Yeah, they got flex. Well, we got another caller, so let's go to our caller there. Let's go to uh, Frank and Bayview. Hey, good morning, Frank. Morning, Frank. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I just had a call. I've been a caller for uh, probably 10 years. But I never mentioned that John and I went to college together. Oh, yeah? Wow. At How about that? Spencerian Business College. And he just challenged all the teachers being kind of a character smart ass kind of guy in a funny way you know oh way. no not john really not john <laughs> and, then, and then life being what it is we lost contact and uh started fishing tournaments i started fishing and my buddy and a lot on the lake ran into him, him when he took over smoky sam and lowey and uh, kind of re- kind of reunited, but I, I really enjoy the show. Um, fished a lot of your tournaments too, Tom. Um, the True Turn, and uh, it was always a ball. I uh, we did it for about 22 years, and this show brings back a lot of memories, uh, not only mine but other people's. So you you kind of uh, mix and match the stories and. The, experiences that you had uh it's too bad and i hope it's 
your idea to leave the show. I, that's too bad. Anyway, right. enjoyed it. Had a great time. Well, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Gotcha. Yeah, and as far as us leaving, it it uh, it's just for a number of reasons we made the decision. It it had gone, you know, it had run its course. So uh, nobody forced us out or anything. So we appreciate all the uh, listeners out there that have care and concerns. And uh, you know, as much as once in a while Tom and I might have said, and especially John when he was around, said something that might not have been overly woke, we never really got any complaints. Other. Than, other than the dead squirrels and rabbits in the, in the yeah, driveway, I don't, which and, I think might have been a which might have been a gift. I don't know. And, uh, you know. and you know, Danny, I never got any complaints about me screaming about the North Lake launch, about the silly walleye size limit on Lake LaBelle. Nobody ever complained about that, even though I screamed about it for years, you know. Hey, so. hey and, and he brings up a good point. Uh, John Lehman had so, did so much for the Muskie community. So with, with the death of our show here today, uh, I think it's appropriate to, again, remember John Lehman, the one who we wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. That's and right. he did so much for the fishing community, the two Charlies tournaments. It's such a legacy, such a great guy. And we don't ever want to uh, don't want to ever forget old John. And I just wish I would have known him in college. Although, then again, <laughs> I might be dead by now. So maybe it was a good thing I didn't know him in college because, whoo, I bet he was a hoot to hang out with. Oh, I can imagine. I can ima- I can just imagine John in that classroom. Yep, I can imagine. Well, Danny, we've got, this is the last and final, final countdown. How about that? The last and final, final countdown. The last and final, final. Yeah, the last and final, final. So, folks, this will be it. Last break. Unless we decide to flex it by five minutes, Tom. <laughs> we are going to do the old flex. Anyway, folks, we'll be right back in just a couple minutes. Uh, so stay tuned for more of the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final Red Rover, Red Rover, are we on? <laughs> Welcome back to the Wacky Walleyes Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome to the final segment of the final cutting edge of all time. And Tom, thank you. Uh, you just female, uh, femaled. <laughs> yeah, you femaled me an email from uh, from Jim, who uh, has a very gracious email, wishing us good luck and Godspeed. So thank you, Jim. And uh, I believe we got Sparky in the studio there, Sam? Uh, on the phone, but he is with us, yes. On the phone, yeah. I'd like to. Sparky's great. Get him on. Hello, hello Sparky. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Doing good. good. Doing good, Sparky. Got to thank you for putting up with us all those years, buddy. Yeah. Hey, man, I just got to say, I mean, I understand y'all wanted to sleep in. We couldn't move the show later. I mean, it was just about wanting to sleep in on Saturday. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not, yeah. A big, not a big deal at all. Hey, listen up, man. I mean, I just want to say thanks. I mean, John Lehman and, and Bushy, you guys, uh, obviously, were there forever. And then Tom came in um, later, obviously, after John passed away. Uh, and it's been a great show. And you guys have been with us from the very start, for the most part. And a show that, you know, our listeners have been able to count on for all these years on Saturday mornings to not only, you know, hear about hunting and fishing and so forth, but to be entertained. You know, the show was 
was so good, not only because it was knowledgeable, but because it was very, very entertaining and had people laughing and and talking to their radio and talking to their friends about, did you hear what John just said on the radio or whatever the case may be? And hey, I'm here to tell you, nobody, and I mean nobody in the history of that radio station has tested our producers being on top of their dump button game like John Lehman ever did back in the day. So, <laughs> and I mean nobody tested uh, like John Lehman did. But I mean, again, heart of gold with John Lehman, heart of gold with both of you guys as well. You guys have always been great to everybody on the staff and everybody at the station and being willing to take guys ice fishing and, and so forth. And everybody that's produced for you guys in the morning have all loved it. Um, and all loved uh, being with you guys and as they've gone on to different aspects of their career after they left uh, our building. Uh, and still always talking about, hey, is Cutting Edge Outdoors still on? You know, so I always loved being on that show and producing that show. So, again, thanks to you guys for all the years, and uh, we truly do appreciate it and wish nothing but the best. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Sparky. Thanks. Keep up the great work with a great station, Sparky. Appreciate it, man. Take care, guys. Okay, bye yep, now. Take care. I think and, we got uh, two more callers and a couple minutes left, so let's yeah, squeeze them in. All right, let's I wanted go. to uh, say real quick that uh, I'm going to leave the – the CEO guys at yahoo.com website going. So in case anybody ever wants to get in contact with me or Danny, you just got to write us at CEO guys at yahoo.com. That I'm, I'll look at it every week. I'll Tom gets it. lonely. Write him, everybody, please. <laughs> yeah. Other than a Christmas card from his grandma every year, it's, it's tough to be Tom. So, yeah, yeah write him. And we, right. got a, we got an email from your friend, Scott Olson. He says, great show. Loved listening to Bushy rip on me. Thought about calling in to set the story straight, but I will let Dan have his glory. Now that we have more time to take off for a weekend trip to some unknown destination to hunt and fish and check out the local talent. One thing I want listeners to know, Bushy is the same in person as he is on the show. When we hunt and fish together, it's just like listening to the radio show. Your friends from Edgerton, Scott and Steve Olson. That was Hey, awesome. That's nice. Yep. That was good. I and Scott and Ron Johnson, we started fishing together 28 years ago. Yeah, that's how I met Ron, through Scott. So anyway, I think we still got two yep. callers, Tom. Got right. some callers. All right, let's go to Mike in Lisbon. Hey, good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. This first one's for Tommy. You're going to want to take a road trip up to Fox Brothers uh, Piggly Wiggly in Richfield. In the seafood case, they've got fresh lake pike perch. Oh, really? A product of Russia, so you might want to get in an argument with that guy. The pike and, perch. <laughs> <laughs> they've got vertical black stripes on. Yep. And for Bushy, okay. I've got a, a DVD. It's called Texas from 1942, Glenn Ford and William Holden. And the word hornswoggle is used in it. So hey. you might want to try and get hold of that. <laughs> All right. As we, I guess it's older than what we think. Huh? <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And who else we got, Sam? I think we got like. Four minutes left. Yep, last one. Let's go to Angelo and Racine. Good morning, Angela. Hey, oh, good Angela. morning, Tom. Well, I've enjoyed your show for many years, and uh, I wish you guys uh, many sunrises and sunsets on the water catching a lot of fish. Well, thank you. We do appreciate that. Thank you, sir. So uh, just a couple of minutes left, Tom, and... Uh, you know, as uh, we had a caller before say he used to listen to uh, talk radio a lot. You know, I, re I remember listening to the score in Chicago years ago when I lived in Kenosha, and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be great to have a talk radio about hunting and fishing? And never dreamed that someday John Lehman would give me that opportunity. So it's been a great ride, buddy. 
Yeah, it has been, yeah. And uh, I'm very thankful that John called me up that one day. I was sitting on my front porch having a smoke, which I don't do anymore. <laughs> sitting on my front porch having a smoke, and he calls me up and says, Hey, how'd you like to be on our show? And you know what? I didn't even think twice about it. I said, of course I would. That would be great. Yeah, so that was that was great. I'm glad he did that. Glad he Yeah, did. And, and, and I want to thank you, Tom, too, because like I said, you were the missing ingredient that we needed to really get the train going. I and John, we were hanging in there doing okay, but between the two of us, yeah, we were just too, a little too goofy sometimes. You know, old John, man, he was something. You know, John, what you saw with John is what you got. In fact, at one of the Chicago uh, Muskie shows, when someone first met him, he goes, you're John Lehman? You're real? He thought that John <laughs> Lehman was just some made-up character on the, uh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That yeah. is funny. I know. I had a number of people ask me, is is that John? Is he is he been drinking? Okay on the show and no that's just the way john is he's just a little goofy sometimes you know so yeah and uh so yeah i guess uh you know I, I, john was a great guy and uh well god bless to you know we appreciate all our uh, listeners out there it's uh it's been a great ride i we got a minute or two left but i uh i think at this point tom i i think uh i'm saying goodbye to everybody forever but not forgotten and uh you'll always be my friends well, thank you. Now, yeah, you're going to be my friend, Danny. The listeners will be our friend. And, you know, we probably have more emails to get to, but we just don't have enough time from Kyle and Jan. Uh, excuse me, from John, Jan, Kyle. So we just don't have enough time to get to them. Thank you for writing, folks. We do appreciate it. And I guess at this point, Tom, uh, the last words we want our listeners to hear are John's. That's right. So. Take it to away, all man. the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.